Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Daily virus cases hit new record. If you're in a state where they're closing, it's for good reason. Doubt about Russian bounties. I think it's a hoax by the newspapers and the Democrats. A stone wall comes down in Richmond. They were losers. They don't need to be celebrated. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. For the first time, the U.S. has topped 50,000 coronavirus cases in a single day. Latest sign, the pandemic that's gripped the nation for months is not letting up. Our coverage begins in California with CBS's Carter Evans. We were able to bend the curve in the state of California. We're going to bend this curve uh, again. California Governor Gavin Newsom is shutting down indoor service at bars, restaurants, wineries and movie theaters in 19 of California's 58 counties, affecting nearly three quarters of the state's 40 million residents. In the last two weeks, coronavirus cases in California are up more than 48 percent. COVID-related deaths and hospitalizations in Arizona hit all-time highs Wednesday with a record of more than 4,800 new coronavirus cases. And the virus is tearing apart the families of people like Leslie Lopez. They should have never reopened knowing that there's still a pandemic going on. Lopez lost her husband Basilio last Thursday. She says at one point his fever got as high as 100. Eight degrees. Now to Texas, CBS's Janet Shamlian says some hospitals are straining as more seriously ill virus patients seek treatment. What are you seeing in the emergency room right now? We are really overwhelmed right now in the emergency department. Um, it's very busy right now. Um, it's just extremely, extremely um, full of patients that are very sick from COVID-19. Dr. Gina Blocker works in the emergency room and says she's seeing an alarming increase in minority patients. We are seeing uh, blacks and Latinos affected at higher proportions uh, than, than we've seen in the beginning of this, when this illness pandemic started. Statewide, nearly 7,000 patients are hospitalized in Texas with COVID-19 as of Wednesday, with 57 deaths. Ten days ago, that number was just under 4,000, with 10 deaths. In Santa Clara, California, school principals met the other day to discuss how to get the school year going in the fall. Later, one tested positive for the coronavirus, and now all 40 are in quarantine. A face mask requirement's been approved in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where officials say college students have had parties to intentionally infect attendees with the virus. And masks are more of a thing now in Florida, as we hear from CBS's David Begno in Miami. Andrew Chung is a code compliance officer in Miami Beach. He spent more time yesterday educating people on why they should be wearing a mask and telling them it is a requirement here. What are you hearing from the non-compliant people? Some people walk away from me while I'm trying to talk to them, and I try not to 
make the situation any worse or, or instigate anything more. Has the city written anyone a fine as to date? Not to my knowledge, no. My body, my choice is what dozens of maskless protesters chanted as they marched through the streets of Sanford, Florida, outside of Orlando yesterday. After months of mixed messaging on masks from President Trump, he said yesterday... I'm all for masks. I think masks are good. I would wear... If I were in a group of people and I was close... You would wear one? Oh, I would... I would... Oh, I have. I mean, people have seen me wearing one. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Even as cases rise across the South, the president said it again in an interview with Fox Business. I think that at some point uh, that's going to sort of just disappear, I hope. His press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, was later asked if that hope is a strategy. No, the president's confident that it'll disappear. He's confident that he's put together a revolutionary first-class team that is going to break through bureaucracy and get us a vaccine. Dr. Anthony Fauci said this week there's no guarantee a vaccine will be ready on an accelerated timetable. Mr. Trump indicates a lot of people didn't believe the intelligence that suggested Russia might be paying bounties to Afghanistan militants to kill Americans. We never heard about it because intelligence never found it to be uh, of the of that level where it would rise to that. And he called it a hoax by newspapers and the Democrats. Election officials in Russia say 78% of voters approved constitutional amendments that will keep Vladimir Putin in power until 2036. Another symbol of the Confederacy has fallen amid the quickly changing times. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. An imposing statue of General Stonewall Jackson was removed from its concrete pedestal along Richmond, Virginia's famed Monument Avenue. The mayor has ordered the removal of all Confederate statues from city land. City Councilman Mike Ryan. Everyone is gathering together to say black lives matter and that white supremacy cannot exist and should not exist in this country. In Tennessee, a special commission will consider the removal of the bust of a former Confederate general and early leader of the Ku Klux Klan from the state capitol. In Florida, Fort Lauderdale police have released body cam video. (laughs) Officers laugh and celebrate after shooting protesters in May with rubber bullets. A Miami airport officer has been fired after video showed him slapping a woman. A Louisiana grand jury has accused eight Shreveport officers of using excessive force in the arrest of two men in January. And lawmakers in Los Angeles have voted to cut the police budget by $150 million. Correspondent Pam Coulter tells us there are indications last month was a time when a lot of people looked to arm themselves. FBI numbers show 3.9 million background checks were conducted in June. That's the most since the system was created in 1998 to make sure that felons and other prohibited people were not able to buy a gun. Increasing gun sales is a trend in this year marked by anxiety over the coronavirus. Halfway through 2020, just over 19 million checks have been done, more than all of 2012 and each year before that. Fourth of July is just two days away, and Washington, D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser says because of the coronavirus threat, people might want to steer clear of the annual fireworks show there. Ask yourself, can you anticipate or know who all is going to be around you? Masks will not be required in D.C. or at Mount Rushmore, where President Trump will speak before a fireworks display. The oil industry is big business in Alaska, and people who live there hope they'll continue to see the wind fall from it.
Residents are receiving their yearly share of Alaska's oil wealth. Nearly every resident will receive just under $1,000, which some find a boost to help pay bills that have piled up because of the coronavirus. Others spend the money on big-ticket items like new big-screen TVs or snowmobiles, while those in rural areas use it to combat the high cost of living. But there are fears that these checks could be going away as Alaska lawmakers continue to dip into the oil wealth fund to help offset a budget deficit exacerbated by low oil prices. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. In this grab-and-go pandemic world, McDonald's says it will be at least three weeks before its restaurants in this country revive dine-in service. The fast food chain says some franchisees in states where there are no virus restrictions can make up their own minds about that. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.